Hello, everyone, and welcome to Music for a While. I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion. In June, I had a long sit-down with Marilyn Horn, the great mezzo-soprano. She is in retirement in Santa Barbara, California, in a beautiful home atop a hill. I wrote up our extensive conversation, and I think a podcast to a company would be good. Nothing quite like hearing. Hearing music, that is. I'll read from my piece. In one of our conversations, maybe ten years ago, I asked her, Is there any composer you're feeling especially close to these days? Yes, she said. Brahms. I like listening to him, and singing him, and teaching him. He makes you feel good. Today, in Santa Barbara, I remind Horn of this, and I say, Is there anyone you're feeling especially close to now? She answers, It's interesting you should bring up this subject, because I was reflecting on it the other day. I was thinking how much Mahler is saying, what he is saying in his songs, his symphonies. I really did a lot of Mahler and felt very close to Mahler. All right. Let's hear Marilyn Horn in Liebst du um Schönheit, one of the Rückert leader of Mahler. I'll read a translation of the text by Richard Stokes. If you love for beauty, O oh love not me, love the sun, she has golden hair. If you love for youth, O oh love not me, love the spring, which is young each year. If you love for riches, O oh love not me, love the mermaid, who has many shining pearls. If you love for love, ah yes, love me, love me always, I shall love you evermore.
That was Liebste um Schönheit by Gustav Mahler with Marilyn Horn, along with the Los Angeles Philharmonic, conducted by Zubin Mehta. Again, I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion, bringing you music for a while. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, you may do so via iTunes, Google Play, etc. If you'd like to write to me, the address is nordlinger at newcriterion.com. If you'd like to sponsor the show, please let us know. When Marilyn Horn was a girl and young woman in L.A., she did a lot of studio work, work in the movies. For instance, she dubbed the singing voice of Dorothy Dandridge in Carmen Jones, 1954. Horn was 20. Have a listen. Go for me and I'm 
taboo But if you're hard to get a go for you And if I do, then you are through Boy, my baby, that's the end of you End of you So take your cue, boy Don't say I didn't tell you true We've heard Marilyn Horn singing for Dorothy Dandridge in Carmen Jones. Marilyn Horn studied at USC and the Music Academy of the West with Lotte Lehmann, the great German soprano, born in 1888. The first song she ever sang for her, age 17, was Die Junge Nonne, The Young Nun of Schubert. Well, this is Marilyn Horn singing it in later life. Und wo 
Marilyn Horn in Die Junge Nonne by Schubert, with the pianist Martin Katz. Let me read some more from my recent piece. As we talk, I bring up Christa Ludwig, Horn's great colleague from Germany, and a personal friend of hers. In an interview some years ago, Ludwig told me that she was happy to give up singing, happy to retire, except that she would miss singing Hugo Wolf. She could have gone on and on singing Wolf. Horn sang a lot of Wolf, too. Lehmann stressed Wolf, and Horn learned from Lehmann. Wonderful music, she says, very vocal. Then, narrowing her eyes, she says, hard. Here is Aufeine Wanderung, On a Walk, one of the songs Lehmann taught her. So wonderful in every detail, and in the big picture, too.
Auf eine Wanderung by Hugo Wolf, sung by Marilyn Horn, with the pianist Martin Katz. I've mentioned Christa Ludwig. They were friends, yes, and great fans of each other. The first time they met, it was backstage at the Metropolitan Opera. We fell into each other's arms, Marilyn told me. Christa said to her, Your Toima is the very best one on record. Christa Ludwig was referring to the final song of the Wesendonk Lieder by Wagner, Toima or Dreams. Marilyn Horne recorded it with the conductor Henry Lewis, to whom she was married, and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra.
Träume, Dreams, the final song of the Wesendonk Lieder, sung by Marilyn Horn, with Henry Lewis and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Let me read some more from my piece, please. Of opera, Horn sang practically every type, and she has a special relationship with Rossini. He was good for her, she was good for him. I did nine Rossini operas, she says. He had a great sense of humor. So does Horn. In another life, I was probably a stand-up comedian. Rossini is famous for comedies, to be sure. The Barber of Seville, for one. The Italian Girl in Algiers, for another. But I also did several of his serious operas, says Horn, and they are spectacularly composed. Rossini does not have the place of honor he ought to have, she continues. For example, people freely cut his operas, abbreviate them, chop them up, where they would not dare touch others. I suggest, you're talking about a matter of respect. Yes, she agrees. She goes on to say, I hope to God I helped bring a little bit to him. Respect, that is. Ready to be dazzled? I am, with the second half of a big aria from La Donna del Lago, The Lady of the Lake. Tanti affetti in tal momento. Here we go.
Fetti, Rossini, Horn, Henry Lewis, and the Royal Phil. More from my piece on Horn and with Horn. She enjoyed performing in Paris, and Parisians enjoyed her. In the opera, of course, but we're talking about songs, about recitals at the moment. Other audiences may not have much use for the French repertoire, Horn says. Debussy, Fauré, Du Parc, Ravel, and the rest. But Parisians and other Frenchmen have a lot of use for it, and so does Marilyn Horn. Georges Bizet is known for Carmen above all. He also wrote songs, good songs, including this mysterious Middle East-style one, Adieu de l'Hôtesse Arabe, Farewell of the Arabian Hostess. The poem is Victor Hugo's. Once more, we'll hear Horn and Cats.
Adieu de l'hôtesse arabe by Georges Bizet Marilyn Horn sang a lot with Leonard Bernstein. Indeed, she made a Carmen recording with him. In 1984, he recorded his great musical West Side Story with classical singers. Jesse Norman was scheduled to sing the song somewhere, but she had to withdraw at the last minute. Bernstein put in a call to Marilyn Horn, she was getting ready to go to Berlin. But would she come in to sing the song beforehand? She agreed. They did two takes, and off she went to Berlin. It was New Year's Eve.
somewhere from Leonard Bernstein's West Side Story, sung by Marilyn Horn, with the composer conducting. A little more reading. Bent's Horn, Marilyn's father, was a singer, a tenor. He was a soloist in church. When Marilyn was little, during the Depression, he made five dollars a Sunday. Her mother, Bernice, could play by ear, says Marilyn, play the piano. She could play anything if you just hummed it to her. She was amazing. Marilyn's mother taught her beautiful dreamer, Jeannie with a light brown hair, many, many of the old beloved American songs. I think of the title of a familiar Dvorak song, Songs My Mother Taught Me. In 1986, Horn recorded an album called Beautiful Dreamer, The Great American Songbook. Amid general musing, I say to her, I wonder whether these songs are being transmitted to young people today. She says, I have a suspicion not. So do I. But they are available to be rediscovered. By the way, Horn's favorite folk song is Shenandoah. Okay, then.
the folk song Shenandoah, arranged by Carl Davis, sung by Marilyn Horn, with the English Chamber Orchestra, conducted by Mr. Davis. Marilyn is, in her words, not particularly religious, but she grew up in church, and she still respects and loves the music. With Carl Davis and the English Chamber Orchestra, she recorded the Lord's Prayer in the version by Albert Hay Malott. I think it's one of my best recordings, she told me. I knew it so well I could be free with it. Why don't we close with it? Thank you so very much for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you, Marilyn Horn. temptation but deliver us from